Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This snippet is taken from an IGTV that I did that Instagram also did not allow me to save, but maybe that's because it was meant to, to be on the podcast. So we dive into hormones, dairy, acne, doing the emotional work, probably, probably, where we go, can't talk today, probably kind of like a bit of everything. Um, and so this is going to help you out no matter what, there's going to be some juicy info in this episode for you. That being said, if you are feeling called to work with me, know that I am filling my one-on-one spots for January, 2022. So whether it's this podcast or another one that has pulled you, grabbed your attention, makes you want to work with me one-on-one, definitely reach out. Just send me a DM um, and we can kind of talk from there, see what you're going through, what you're struggling with. I'll let you know how I could help and we'll go from there. But that being said, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Live Well podcast. I'm your host, Liv, a naturopathic doctor, 7D energy healer, and Akashic reader. I help women heal on a physical and emotional level so that they can feel delicious and magnetic. After all, isn't that the whole point? Look, you've done the basic bitch wellness stuff, but you're still bloated, tired, and in pain. And that's where I come in. In these episodes, we will have an honest conversation without all the fluffy bullshit. You're going to walk away with insight, tools, and tips to finally heal your body, mind, and soul. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. For ways to work with me, visit keepupwithlive.com and follow me on Instagram at keepupwithlive for more. And with that, let's get into the show. Hello, hello. Always these awkward first few seconds before everyone joins the live. So we're going to be talking about, oh, yay. Um, I took a look at some of the questions. There's stuff about hormones, stuff about acne, stuff about dairy. Um... And feel free to ask any questions. I know it's been a while since I did a live. So throw in whatever questions you want. I'm going to go through them all. Help you out. Direct you to a podcast. Direct you to a program. Whatever we need to do. Um, Hi, guys. Oh, it's been so long. I love doing lives. More lives during the Christmas time. All right. Let's go ahead. Um, What is your favorite? Oh, thank you. This shirt is from Zara. Um, What is your favorite meal at the moment? Mm, I haven't gotten back in the kitchen since I'm back into from Tulum, so let me let me come back to you with that because I feel like I need to get more inspired when it comes to that. Um, how to support your hormones while traveling? A. Don't stop taking your hormone supplements if you're on them to balance your hormones. But B. I didn't do anything different to support my hormones on vacation than I do normally in my house because I eat well. I do all the things that I normally do. I think the key is when people go on vacation, sometimes they throw like things out the window and then they don't take care of themselves. So if that's you, you know, like, oh, I need to bring my my supplements for hormones or I need to make sure that I'm balancing, like, for example, if I'm drinking lots of alcohol, which I don't, but let's say you are and your liver is overburdened, then your liver can't metabolize through hormones and your PMS is going to be shitty. So do you need to then bring something like a charcoal to mitigate the effects of the alcohol in your body? Or do you need to bring some liver support? So it's like, all right, let me bring this liver support with me on vacation so that the alcohol doesn't overburden my liver. And then I'm going to be able to metabolize through my hormones and then I won't get PMS and acne and all that. So I think it's about if you're going to make that decision to do those types of things, where can you balance the scales a bit more? Next. 
I love your energy. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Caitlin. More tips on insulin resistance. Oh, I love insulin resistance. Oh, hey, Christine. Insulin resistance is a shit show. I can't believe I never, I thought I wasn't insulin resistant for so long when I was younger. And then I was like, oh, I'm insulin resistant. Um, so the biggest thing is that anything that overdoes it on the insulin, anything that is high sugar will spike your insulin. When we insulin is like your fat storage hormone, right? So we spike insulin, we got too much insulin floating around, doesn't know what to do with it. The body's like, oh, Liv gave me too much sugar. I gotta store it as fat, right? So if you've been doing that for too long, then your cells then become resistant to insulin, hence insulin resistance. So what you need to do is you need to A, cut the sugar, which I think is the biggest thing that people don't understand that sugar is not just white sugar. Sugar comes from other things. So you want your cells to then become more responsive to insulin, but you can't do that if your insulin is constantly high, right? So you want to make sure you're getting enough protein, enough healthy fats. And to be honest, insulin resistance is kind of what we work on. We balance blood sugar and well-nourished. So as much as I wish I could explain it on one live call, I would suggest thinking about joining well-nourished for January. But you need to start balancing your blood sugar and making sure that you're not having too much at one time that's gonna overload your cells and then your cells don't know what to do with it. So that looks like protein, fats, fiber at every meal, making sure that that's incorporated, you're not skyrocketing it with a ton of sugar at once. I am um, afraid I am too blocked to access my Kona Costa records. Is that possible? Can we all get there? 100% you can. Uh, this is actually something that normally I have a lot of friends come to me and they're like, oh, I tried to access my Anacostic records and I struggled. That is why I developed Soul Ascension because I'm aware that my process is very special. I am aware that there's an, there's an art form to do it. Like I say, how I like to explain it is like turning on the stove, right? Anyone can turn on the stove, but what you put in the pan is going to influence how delicious of a meal this is, right? And so I kind of give you the secret sauce to making a really good dish. So yes, anyone can turn it on. Anyone can access the records, but it is, there is a strategy, there is an art form, there is like a je ne sais quoi to kind of learning how to do it well. And I'm happy to teach. Hormonal acne, what can I do to start tackling it? Balance your hormones. <laughs> I know that sounds simple, guys, but like so many times with hormonal acne, people like are plasting on, which I know this was me, so I feel yeah, I was there. This treatment and this cream and salicylic acid and tea tree oil and like, you got to get to the root. So which hormones are in balance for you? Make sure you work with someone like me who can, is it estrogen? Is it progesterone? Is it the balance between the two? Is it the cortisol? Is it your liver? Like what is it in the hormone cycle? Like someone who can look at the whole thing and be like, okay, is it that part of the process? Is it that? Is it that? That's where you need to start tackling it is you got to find the root because otherwise everything else is always going to be a band-aid. What I will say though about hormonal acne is A, what is your self-love like? And what is your feminine or what is your relationship to the feminine and feminine energy, right? For those of you who don't know, I struggled with severe hormonal acne for a long time, like five years. And I had taken, I was gluten-free, dairy-free, paleo, spent thousands of dollars in supplements, thousands of dollars on creams. And it wasn't until I healed my relationship with the feminine that my skin fully cleared. And keep in mind, I was doing hormone stuff. I was doing liver, like you name it, I've tried it, I've done it. And it wasn't until I healed my self-love and my relationship with feminine that the skin stuff went away. There's a picture of my before and after on my feed if you want to see the, the before. Um, so either way, I would say make sure you're also doing that the feminine embodiment work. Mm. Is Advil really bad for your gut? Should I just power through when I have a cold? 
well, A, I'm not sure why you're taking Advil for a cold, but B, Advil will not only destroy your gut microbiome, but it's also really hard on your liver. And like the thing I like to say is that there are just so much better options that don't have those side effects. So it's like, why would you, when you can take ginger, which is $10 on Amazon, you can pop a ginger capsule. It is nature's anti-inflammatory, no side effects. It has been proven in multiple studies to work as well as ibuprofen without the side effects. So like that thing to me is like, why you have one with side effects and all this, you have the other one, natural, no side effects, both equally effective without side effects, the other one. Let's, let's do the balance, right? Like I'm not going to lie to you. Advil is bad for your gut, but like, just like, let's take some ginger, right? Like I bought some ginger on the weekend at Whole Foods because I haven't stocked up my, um, my medicine cabinet here or like my witch doctor or whatever. And ginger is like a mainstay. Ginger is like a pain reliever, anti-inflammatory. Like that's what I use. I don't use Advil. I just use ginger. Um, keep going with the questions. Okay. What is, oh, can you have chocolate if you have hormonal acne? You know, the quality of chocolate's going to be huge. If you're like, you can have 90% cacao and that's going to be fine. But are you having like Kit Kat and Snickers and all the other weird like milk chocolate? Like if you're having a good quality, like Hugh Kitchen, chocolate that's not going to be the reason why you have hormonal acne if that makes sense ginger shots work too um ginger shots are great like i love them you guys know but are ginger shots probably going to take away your well it might ease your menstrual pain depending on how bad it is it, it depends on the person depends how severe i would say always keep it on hand because ginger is ten dollars on amazon okay keep coming with the questions Oh yeah, there you go, Lucy. Can you take ginger every day? You sure can. Okay, any questions, guys? Keep going. Anything you've been dying to ask me over the last um, few weeks? What are your favorite ways to release toxins in the body? Castor oil, Epsom salt baths. So it depends on the type of toxin in the body because some of them have this wonderful little pesky biofilm that goes around it and makes it so your body can't tell that it's there. And it's very annoying as someone who's detoxed from mold, I know. So it depends what toxins you that are trying to stuck. Castor oil is great. Epsom salt baths are great. But are we talking about like mold, heavy metals? Like what kind of toxins are we talking about? Or are we talking toxins like you ate some inflammatory mega-6 oils and we just kind of need to like clean up your diet a bit? So Sarah, I would say, um, or are you talking like hormones in terms of like you got too much hormones in your body then like... I would more look at supporting your liver, like the phase one, phase two detox, adding in like cilantro and all that, um, or doing castor oil packs. Um, so yeah, Sarah, you're gonna have to let me know what you're trying to detox. And again, not a prescription, but more like a guidance. And if you wanna work with me, you always can. Um, best way to heal your gut. I always say the best way is to stop putting things in it that are causing the damage. So many times people are looking for a magical supplement, a magical this. Like if you keep picking the scab, let's say you got a cut and that's your, your gut. And like you keep picking it with like gluten, inflammatory oils, refined sugar, all that, you're gonna keep getting wounded. The best way to heal it is to first stop putting flame on the flyer. Okay, then the, the gut can actually heal because it can't if you keep putting all the harm on it. So let, let's just pause and do that. Um, and then I would look at what it is in your gut that's 
not healed. So like, are you eating lots of gut healing foods like bone broths and like nourishing whole foods and staying away from processed foods? Um, big thing with a gut health is like emotional health. So are you a people pleaser? Are you not setting boundaries? Um, are you not dealing with your emotions? Are you giving your power away? Are you protecting your energy? So there is no like one, like number one best ways to do this, but like a get rid of the stuff that's making first your gut leaky or not healed, like the food, the people pleasing, the lack of boundaries, and then add that in. Um, Elizabeth, I can't prescribe vitamins over Instagram, but if you want to become a client, I definitely can uh, develop you a protocol. Is it better to drink ginger naturally, like a tea, or take capsules? Capsules are a lot more potent. So I'll drink ginger tea or do ginger shots like on a daily thing. And then if something comes up, like for some reason I have a headache, I'll go to take a capsule, right? So it depends on the level of severity. Capsules are just more potent, right? So it depends what you need. Is ginger good for acne? It's anti-inflammatory. So yes, anything that's anti-inflammatory is good for acne because acne is an inflammatory condition. But again, this is where I caution. I love natural, but don't just take a natural substitute or something that's not natural instead of getting to the root. So like, yes, ginger is an anti-inflammatory and it can help your gut, it can help your acne, but that doesn't mean you can just ginger away a lack of self-love, lack of boundaries, eating tons of gluten and omega-6 oils. Like, do you know what I mean? I mean, I wish, but like, it's not that easy. What are some good vitamins? Uh, I can't prescribe vitamins over IG, Lucy. So if you wanna become a client, let me know. Steps to detox mold. Will energy healing help with detoxing? A, detoxing mold is a very intense protocol. Like that is not something I can recommend on Instagram. You'd have to work with me. It took me months and months. It's binders and biofilm busters and it's intense and it's, so we're gonna need to work with you like one-on-one -on -one for that. Energy healing can help the body through it, but can you just do energy healing for mold? No, as much as I am all about the woo and the spiritual, like point blank like no that's not gonna fully get rid of your mold you need to do both is your diet a high fat low carb diet mm, i wouldn't say high fat i would say moderate fat moderate protein it's not keto thoughts on probiotics Ooh, good question i feel like i've talked about this before so common misconception when it comes to probiotics you cannot take a blanket probiotic now let's dive into why Everyone's gut microbiome is slightly different, right? We all have a different level of all the different bacteria and all of that. When you take a blanket probiotic, it has like the top ones that all of them have, right? The lactobacillus, the bifidobacterium, etc. But let's say, hypothetically, you are high in bifidobacterium, but you're taking a probiotic that is high in that. Well, you can overpopulate and then you get SIBO. So you need to find out what probiotic is better for you. And that's why some people feel better on probiotics and some people feel worse. Because some people are deprived in those probiotics and they'll make them feel better. But other people aren't. And so if you are just throwing a blanket probiotic, hoping it's a magical cure-all, that's not going to work because everyone's gut microbiome and gut bacteria are different in their levels. And you need to find a targeted one for you. Mm, okay, turmeric bone broth. Yeah, that's really good. What is a blanket probiotic? Oh, like um, like your seed, like your align, like the ones that just have the main like seven, twelve strains, and you're not taking targeted ones for you. Like you don't know. Oh, okay, I need 
saccharomyces boulardii or I need this one based on a stool test. Like the only way to find out how your gut microbiome is or which probiotics you would need is to do a stool test. You cannot just take a, a blanket one. That's like people get so many more gut problems when they do that. Hmm. What is your favorite protein bar? Oh, I don't think I eat protein bar. I don't know the last time I ate a protein bar, to be honest. Sorry. I feel like I try to stick to whole foods. Like instead of eating a protein bar, I'll just snack on like almonds because it's like one ingredient. Mm. Hey Liv, my toxin release question is around heavy metals. Oh, so is it heavy metals and mold? Again, either way, you're going to have to do a lot of work to chelate and I wish I could tell you how to do that on Instagram, but if you're interested in becoming a one-on-one, -on -one, Sarah, let me know and we can definitely um, heal that for you. How much time does it take to heal acne by eating healthier? Natalia, it depends on what portion of your acne is caused by your diet and like how bad your diet is. So I actually got this DM about like, oh, is there always an emotional root of something? Yes, but the proportion might be different from person to person. For you, it might be 80-20, it might be 50-50, maybe whatever it is, right? So depending on how bad it is, depending on whether it's your diet that's actually causing your acne and it's not your hormones, depending on your trauma, depending on your self-love, depending on 50 million things, right? Like I tried to heal my acne for so long, for years. And then as soon as I did like the self-love work, bam, a month later and I've had like clear glowing skin since that. It actually happened with one of my clients. Um, she's had acne for so long, so long. We did the liver, we did all the physical stuff. And it was helping, but not fully gone. We did one trauma release, one. Skin started clearing up the next day, break out free now. Like, so that just shows you the different proportion for everyone. So again, and for anyone, I would suggest working with someone like me to kind of discover what it is that is contributing to your acne. Oh, hi, Katie. Oh, I haven't seen, talked to you in so long. Do you have to be enrolled in one of your programs to do an Akashic reading? Um, no, I'm just fully booked for the rest of the year for Akashic readings. But if you go into the link in my bio, you can book one for January. But you do get an Akashic reading, um, an energy healing, access to my programs when you become a one-on-one. -on -one. It's kind of like the one-stop shop to getting like all of my magical content in one. You get that in like a when you become a one-on-one. -on -one. So yeah, feel free to be booking in for 2022. Do you change your skincare for winter? Well, currently I'm in Florida, so I did not. Um, I do tend to go a little bit more of a denser cream at night, but other than that, not really. It depends, I think, on where you live, how much time you spend outdoors. How many times a week do you recommend exercising? I recommend listening to your body, listening to your body, and then <laughs> you guys know what I would say. Um, also, where are you in your cycle? I'm not gonna tell you, oh, you need to be exercising five times a week, but also what kind of exercise are you doing? Because you could be doing yoga five times a week and that's very different than doing CrossFit five times a week, right? So like exercising, like you should be moving every day, right? Like, I don't know, let, let's say move every day and then listen to your body based where you are in your cycle around that and do the movement that feels good. Best tip to start working on trauma you're resistant to. 
Figure out why you're resistant to it. Is it because it feels sticky and uncomfortable? Because newsflash, doing that work is sticky and uncomfortable. Is it, or do you, are you afraid of bringing those feelings up? Is it because that is too overwhelming for you and you don't want to go back? Any kind of resistance just means you kind of need to do it more. I'm not going to lie. It's not like it's easy. I spent four days in Tulum, you know, crying my eyes out and screaming. So like it, it is hard. I'm not going to lie about that. But the best tip is to figure out why, what are you scared of on the other side? And what would it cost you to not do it? So if you're resistant and you're not releasing this trauma, whether it's childhood or sexual, whatever it is, what would it cost you to not do it? What would your life look like if you were not to do it? And then it's like, oh shit, I don't want my life to look like that. I'm like, let's go. And we just go and we do it. That's the biggest thing. Because I always tell people, do you want to stay where you are or do you want to grow? What about cheese? I know it can be inflammatory food, but there's an amount which can get eaten and don't get inflammation. So I will also say it depends on the quality of your dairy. So is it cow? Is it sheep? Is it goat? Is it organic? Is it grass-fed? Dairy is inflammatory because of the casein in it, right, which is one of the, the proteins in it. And it also has high levels of ENT, which produces mucus, can contribute to acne, can irritate the gut, can hinder nutrient absorption. So if you are going to eat dairy, it's like buffalo, sheep, goat, cow, and then always looking for good quality sources um, is the biggest thing. What is an Akashic reading? Um, the Akasha is in the seventh dimension and it's a record of everything past, present, and future. And it's a record of all your soul across all lives, whether it's not just this one, but all any past ones and any future ones you'll have. So it can be really useful for people for finding out the blocks in their life. Why have I not been able to heal from this? What's contributing to X, Y, Z? Um, what do I need to understand about my relationship with my mom or my relationship with my partner? Or why do I keep manifesting this pattern into my life? Or why am I not manifesting? Or why am I not bringing love into my life? Or and there's a whole highlight on it on my page. I was just flipping through. Um, but it's, people have had like crazy revelations, awarenesses from them because it can be hard when you're in it to see it from the outside. And basically when I tap into your records, it's a record of your whole soul. So I know everything and I can see back to what have maybe caused that, the ripple, etc. cetera. Mm. Christine, my advice is do the hard work because there's so many doors that open for you. Oh, so true, Christine. And I know you know. Christine knows. She knows the power. I know that you can also do it at any age. I think people get, you know, I'm too old to do this or, you know, it's too late for me and just know that it's not. Like I've worked with, you know, people who are 18. I've worked with people who are 60. I like, there is no age limit. There is no too late. There is like, you'd be surprised how radically your life can change when you do up and like show up and do the work and you don't want to live the rest of your life, whether you're 18 or 60, holding on to that, right? You don't want to hold yourself back. Um, how do I get a trauma release session with you in an energy healing session? You can book from the link in my bio. So if you go to there, you can go and book in whatever time suits you. And I'm also going to be doing a group healing. So I haven't decided on the theme yet, but there's going to be a group healing in early, early November, not November, oh my God, December. Um, so if you can't get into a one-on-one -on -one energy healing with me, I would suggest getting into a group healing. Group healings can be just as powerful. I had one who came to a group healing and she was having like 
major headaches like daily one energy healing bam headaches are gone hasn't come back since so what is your major um i don't have a major i what i'm done school I have a degree in psychology i went to med school we are no there is no more university happening here spent eight years already where we're good All right, guys, any more questions? Oh, hi, Andrea. On a side note, Andrea, I bought the yogurt, but I haven't tried it yet. Um, how did you learn to read the Akasha? Um, I learned the basics um, from someone who read my records, and then after that, I developed my own method for reading them because I realized that the way I read them was very different compared to other people. And I kind of got this massive download about how to do them. And that's why I teach in Soul Ascension now is like the bread and butter, how to do them this way. Um, there are books on it that you can read, though I do find that the books were not helpful to me at all. And if I based what I teach on the books, like the, it wouldn't, you wouldn't get the results that I get for people. So I feel like it was a special gift that was given to me. I was meant to do it in this lifetime. Um, and I do get very specific information like names, dates, you know, I've told people, oh yeah, I saw you at seven years old in your living room and the TV was on and the guy was a news anchor and he looked like this and your dad was wearing this and he was sitting on the chair to the left and you were wearing a polka dot dress and this is when you first felt rejected and this is why you have a bad relationship with men and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if you're, if you're interested in joining, like in learning how to read your own records, get on the waitlist for Soul Ascension and maybe have a re reading from me first. I don't know if you're curious. Oh, I'm so glad, Amanda. I'm so glad for your reading. It's going to be magical. I've always said, okay, now that there have been four profound spiritual experiences for me, but there was my life before the records and there was my life after the records. So it'll change your life. All right, guys, any last questions? Any topics you want me to cover on the podcast? Any Anything you're struggling with that you just need some direction or you're like, live, I'm lost and I don't know where to go or what to do from here. I'm happy to point you in a direction. So any last questions? Oh, so glad to see all of the, my normal OG people. Hey, Lauren. Okay, good. I'm so glad. All right. Um, I'll probably do another one of these lives maybe next week. Oh, thank you, Christine. If you have any topics you want me to cover on the podcast, let me know if you want me to riff on any IG stories or anything you're struggling with. I was going to do, I feel like with the holidays coming up, I know it's Thanksgiving in the US this weekend. It can bring about a lot of like, whether it's anxiety or struggles with food. So I was thinking about doing something around um, that, like emotional eating, eating the holidays, stress around the holidays, anxiety around the holidays. Um, so let me know if that would be useful to you guys because I think that, you know, that's always something that comes up for people around the holidays. Um, I've done a podcast on dairy and I also did a little riff on dairy here. So maybe go rewatch this um, for that on dairy. But other than that, um, if you guys are looking to work with me one-on-one -on -one after this, I am filling spots now for 2022. So yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for joining and I will talk to you soon.